If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to Truman's Town Hall with your host, Matt Truman. Hello, hello, this is Matt Truman. Thank you for downloading this episode. Thank you for sharing with a friend. Today, ladies and gentlemen, we have to talk about the car bomb in Moscow that killed Alexander Dugan's daughter. If you don't know, Alexander Dugan is called Vladimir Putin's brain, which some would suggest not so much they uh, a lot of the news media today is calling him a a far right russian nationalist what do they call trump a far right american nationalist what do they call a lot of folks who are on the right far right nationalist i mean it doesn't matter what you are and where you're from if you support your country, apparently you're a far-right nationalist. I don't know. But if you support politicians uh, taxing the <laughs> bejesus out of everyone and giving the money to people who don't work or don't have ambitions or don't uh, you know, provide for others, then you're a great, perfect, progressive leftist, right? Anyway, let's hear uh, what ABC News has to say on the deadly car bomb in Moscow. We turn now to that deadly car bomb attack outside of Moscow. The victim was the daughter of high-profile Russian nationalist Alexander Dugan. Videos being shown on Russian television show the immediate aftermath of the blast, the vehicle engulfed in flames. You can see what appears to be Dugan in shock, his hands on his head moments after the detonation. Dugan has been a strong proponent of the Russian invasion. ABC's Britt Klenet reports tonight from Kiev. Tonight, new video of that fiery car bomb explosion that killed the daughter of an ally of Vladimir Putin. Video is being shown on Russian television showing the immediate aftermath of the blast. The vehicle engulfed in flames, debris strewn on the street. The victim identified as 29-year-old Daria Duginya. 
You can see what appears to be her father, Alexander Dugin, in shock. His hands on his head moments after the detonation outside Moscow. Russian state media says the car belonged to her father. Dugin and his daughter had been traveling together, but according to his friend's telegram channel, they switched cars, leading some to believe he was the intended target. Dugan, an ultra-nationalist and staunch supporter of Russia's invasion, has been called Putin's brain. A Russian official tonight saying investigators remain at the scene. Authorities there believe the killing was planned and contracted and pointing the finger at Ukraine, but the Ukrainians deny any involvement. The killing coming one day after a Ukrainian drone strike deep within Russian-controlled Crimea. Videos circulating online show heavy smoke rising above Russia's Black Sea Fleet headquarters in Sevastopol. And the world still on high alert over the volatile situation at the nuclear plant in Zaporizhia. New shelling today just across the Dnipro River. Ukraine tonight saying the plant continues to operate with the, quote, risk of violating radiation and fire safety standards. President Biden today discussing the situation at the plant with the leaders of France, Germany and the UK, stressing the need to avoid military operations around the plant. Ukrainians on high alert. Britt Klenet joins us once again from Kiev. And Britt, what more are you learning about that suspicious bombing outside of Moscow? Well, Lindsay, Russia says it's investigating it as a murder, but really it comes at a sensitive time here in Ukraine. President Zelensky warning that Russia could be planning something particularly cruel. Now, we're just a few days away from Ukrainian Independence Day here, which also happens to be six months to the day that Russia invaded. And we've just learned that state employees have been advised to stay away from central Kiev on these days as a precaution. Lindsay? Britt, thank you. When I first saw this today that alexander dugan's daughter was assassinated in moscow two things came to my mind first it's probably a cia hit or a cia trained ukrainian who planted the bomb that's my thought first thought second thought was this right or wrong franz ferdinand that's uh, the archduke of the austro-hungarian empire that sparked world war one uh ferdinand was assassinated in serbia uh, a lot of people say well he went there during a high celebration and why did he go there he wasn't well liked of course he was going to get assassinated but it sparked world war one what have i been saying time and time again on this podcast Escalation, escalation, escalation. NATO was ramping a lot of things up. They continue to ramp things up, shipping money, weapons, advisors over into Ukraine to fight against Russia. What business of that is the United States? It's not. It's none of our business, except we like to be involved in every war throughout the world for whatever reason, right? It's strange. It's strange to me. So here's this hit on supposedly was supposed to be on Alexander Dugan himself. And later on, I'm going to play an interview of Alexander Dugan. You can decide for yourself if he's an, as ABC news puts it, an ultra right nationalist. What's that say? You know, I mean, that's just telling everybody, oh, this guy's horrible. Is he? I don't know. I don't really know the guy. I've watched some interviews. I've read some stories about the dude. Um, 
he's written a few books. I've never read any of his books. I probably should, but you know, and I might now, but I don't have a judgment against him. I don't celebrate when anyone is killed or dies, but all over Twitter, people are celebrating the death of this woman, whether she has a different opinion of you or not. But a lot of the left is celebrating death. They celebrate death. They love abortion. They want to defund police and raise crime. I mean, it's like, what world are we living in? The far left has gone bananas. When you celebrate death, that's essentially, uh, I don't know. When you celebrate death, that's satanic in my view. I don't, I don't celebrate death death. I don't celebrate the death of my enemies and I don't celebrate the death of anyone. There's someone who works for the daily beast, which is a a left wing rag here in the U S Julia Davis, who was retweeted by Malcolm Nance. You might remember him. He was the, the guy from NBC who was celebrated going over to Ukraine to, to fight the fascist Russians never was in combat who knows where he was he was probably just hiding out in a bunk or somewhere who knows uh we don't know but anyway he he retweeted julia davis who works for the daily beast and she writes meanwhile in russia alexander dugan is a fascist ideologue believed to be the author of putin's ukrainian strategy and she copies a picture of russia today with the headline, Car Blast Kills Daughter of Russian Philosopher Dugan Reports. So, they're celebrating the death of a human because they believe differently than you. And, oh, well, 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 Matt, Russia started the war in Ukraine. That was Vladimir Putin. So, you just assassinate his friend's daughter? That's how that's how that worked. Well, they were for it. They support the the war in Ukraine. Well, I think people mentioned that there were Nazis in Ukraine too, and then the news said, "No, that's not the case." And then it it just kind of went silent, but we all kind of know that yes, there were not actual Nazis in Ukraine. So, the left wants to celebrate Nazism, but not nationalism, which is essentially just folks who love their country. Okay, I'm an America first guy. You come against America, I'm going to be against you. And that's just how it is. That's just how it is. So there it is. The the left celebrates death. We know that. They're they're currently working, you know, we got to kill more babies here in the United States. Uh, this guy's daughter died great. He was a fascist. Was he really a fascist? I don't think so. I mean, I don't agree with the guy or disagree with the guy. I don't know the guy, right? I just see this as an issue. If he is Putin's brain and he is Putin's friend and Putin listens to this Dugan, there's going to be hell to pay wherever that came from. If it comes back that, yes, the United States had something to do, either they trained the assassin or or they uh, were the assassin. I mean, folks, the U.S., we've done a few things. Operation 
Northwoods, Operation Paperclip. We brought in Nazis during Operation Paperclip. Apparently, we, we our government loves Nazis. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what's up with that. Um, but we brought in Nazis and promoted them to the highest. I mean, Von Braun. What'd that dude do? He was SS. He ran concentration camps to build the V2 rocket. And we brought him in, loved on him a little bit, help us build rockets too, Nazi guy. It's amazing what happens in this country. It's amazing. And, and how the left really just absorbs all that and says, oh, that's okay. As long as you're on my side, you're okay if you're a Nazi or a racist. You're okay if you're uh, a murderer. It doesn't matter. As long as you believe like I do, then it's okay. It's okay. You do whatever you want. We don't care. I mean, the Democrats, what they do? They started the Ku Klux Klan. <gasps> Imagine that. I mean, it doesn't matter. <sighs> what a world. I'm getting off on a tangent. All right, let's see if we can play an interview. You might enjoy it. Uh, Alex Jones, he's been in the news a lot lately with his trial for Sandy Hook and, and all that. You know, I like Alex Jones. I, I think he's a an important figure in America. Um, he's very controversial. There's a lot of things he says that I disagree with wholeheartedly, definitely. But some of the stuff he gets right. He even sells shirts that says Alex Jones was right. I think he's been right about a lot of things. And there's a lot of things I agree with. A lot of things I disagree with. A lot of things I agree with. You're not going to agree 100% of the time, right? They would call him a ultra right-wing nationalist too. They probably would call me that. I don't know. But I love everybody. Um, I may disagree with you, but I don't wish you dead. Okay? I don't hate you. That's the difference between myself and the left and a lot of people that support the left. Anyway, anyway, so Alex Jones has been in the news a lot. Guess what? He interviewed a few years ago Alexander Dugan, right? They don't agree on a lot of things. They agree on some things, and they talk about history. They talk about a lot of things, but I think this is an important interview. It's one of the only times I've heard Alexander Dugan do an interview here in the United States um, and be able to explain himself. Like a lot of folks are going to play this off like, oh, that's a Russian that was assassinated. That's the Russian's daughter who was assassinated. He's Putin's brain. Who cares, right? Well, you may have just sparked World War III or escalated what's happening in Ukraine further into Europe. I mean, we continue, like I said, delivering money and weapons and building these uh, folks up and continue to, to support these proxy wars all over the world. It's insane. And the American people are like, duh, okay, that's fine. We can do that. Yeah, whatever. I, I, I need to go to the Walmart. Anyway, here we go. Uh, Alex Jones and Alexander Dugan. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And I'm just going to end it after that because it's a long interview. So... Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. I'll come back here in a few days, and uh, we'll do another podcast. We'll do these more regularly. Ladies and gentlemen, we're here in Austin, Texas, broadcasting worldwide, and our guest is joining us from Moscow, Russia, Alexander Dugan. The media says that he's a top advisor to Putin, but from my research... I'd say it's more like when the media says that I'm telling Trump what to do. That's not really what's happening. We're just looking at the same picture, the same story, the same truth. We're reading from the same historical piece of music. But undoubtedly, Dr. Alexander Dugan is one of the leading people when it comes to rebirth in Russia and rediscovering the greatness of Russia and humanity itself and creating a pro-human system. Now, I've only read one of his books, and, and I've read quite a few of his writings over the years, and, and well aware of who he was even a decade ago, tried to get him on. But here he is now. I've been on one of his national TV shows that he has in Russia. But, you know, there's so many bios out there, so many things the media says he said. I want him to spend a few minutes about himself first before we get into all these big, huge topics, because I will cover what... The elite believe, or I will cover what some other group believes, and then I'll wake up in the morning and the newspaper will say, Alex Jones believes X, Y, Z, and that's not true. So it's better to directly hear from someone telling you what they actually believe in and what he believes Putin believes in and the type of world system I'm trying to create versus what they're trying to create versus what the globalists are trying to create. And I noticed one of the topics he wanted to get into, we haven't talked beforehand, but he just gave us a few notes here, is post-globalism. Make no mistake, we are post this form of corporate global government. Now, they may fight on for a while, but it's not a boast to say, you can look at all the evidence, they are in major retreat. And I use the allegory or the analogy of 1945 Germany, a few months before the final fall. You know the Nazis are going to fall. The question is, how long will this go on? So we're long past the Stalingrad moment where you know they're going to lose, the globalists, using that analogy, say, for Nazis, because they're very similar to it. The problem is, what are they going to do to try to keep power? Well, Soros has doubled the amount of money for rioting. They're training people at universities now to go out and attack the public. They're planning something big. So we'll talk about it all in the next hour, and I'll try to just sit back and uh, let our guest speak because he speaks English. Uh, so... Uh, Doctor, thank you so much for coming on. Let's spend a few minutes just on you, what you really stand for, what you really believe, the big movements you've launched that admittedly have uh, reinvigorated Russia and given it faith again uh, in yourselves. 
The globalists want to suck that out of all of us. And then let's get into who you think Putin really is, who you think Trump is in this new uh, multipolar world. Thank you, uh, Alex, for your kind presentation. I um, uh, would uh, ex uh, express my ideas concerning, uh, concerning what is going on in the world with new agenda for the United States with Mr. Trump that I support with all my heart. Uh, and so what, we is going, what is going to be to happen with Russia and with Mr. President that I as well support with all my heart. And uh, I think you have uh, put the things very clearly, uh, dear Alex, because uh, you have uh, uh, said exactly the truth about my relations with Putin. We defend the same position. We share the same concern. So we are, uh, we are, we are loving our people. And uh, I am making that on the level of ideas. And Mr. Putin is doing the same acts and steps and the great politics. But there is a, uh, quite a correspondence between uh, that. And I agree. Uh, because uh, when I'm seeing uh, uh, Infowars and when I'm hearing what uh, Alex Jones says, it is not, uh, it is uh, the, the same agenda, I hope, that Trump, uh, Mr. Trump, Mr. President Trump, share as well. Uh, and that means the kind, not coincidence, that meant the unity of the same position, the sharing of the same values, and uh, the same ideas. So that is uh, quite clear. Uh, and we are blamed, not because we are bad or, uh, or pretend to be extremists. It is all lie. Because, for example, in my book, Fourth Political Theory, I am criticizing three political theories. Three. All three. I am against liberalism, uh, against globalism. It goes first. I am against communism, and I was always, because I was dissident in the Soviet time, because I didn't, I never shared the conventions of communism. I am traditionalist, I am Christian, and I uh, didn't accept this uh, kind of values. I am anti-communist, but at the same time, I am anti-Nazi, anti-Nazi, anti and anti-fascist, because I didn't share no racism, nor um, uh, brutal corporative state in the sense of um, statism. So, uh, and I am I'm always uh, affirming the same thing. I belong to the fourth political theory. And when, try, and when they try to present myself as a kind of extremist or communist or fascist, it is absolute lie. So it's sure, I've actually read your writing. You'll explore each avenue of those and show the problems of how they're all basically failed systems centralized. We have to go back to our primal natures, basically. I just know this. Trump wants justice and he doesn't want wars with countries that aren't getting in our business and attacking us. And he, he can see the real world and see that an alliance with Russia and with European countries and with the UK and with Japan and others 
against some of the other countries that are trying to expand and actually threatening people's way to go instead of globalists using America as a tool of world domination. That's why they're so mad at Trump. Can we speak specifically, since you bring it up, uh, the post-globalist world, where you think we are? But, but, but first, can you speak then, you know, knowing Putin, obviously, and, and seeing the distortions in the press, why Vladimir Putin is so popular in Russia and around the world and what he really stands for? Uh, so, uh, my introduction was uh, important because I would like to stress that I am simply a realist, as well as you, Alex, as well as Mr. Trump and Mr. Putin. First of all, realism. Realism doesn't mean nationalism. Realism doesn't, doesn't mean some ideology. Realism, it is considering the sovereignty of the people, of the nation, as the highest value. And that is completely anti-globalist agenda. Exactly, because Trump, Trump's a known realist. You're saying Trump's a realist, you're a realist, I'm a realist. We should, we should celebrate sovereignty and nationalism and cultures and work together and not try to conquer each other. I mean, I mean, what you're saying is just common sense. There's been a sickness of this globalist attempt to conquer all cultures and destroy them. So this is a human right to resist this common enemy. Absolutely. And what is important in this sovereignty, sovereignty, national sovereignty, state sovereignty, is the form to defend identities. The identities can be different. They could, could, uh, could coincide or not coincide. But that doesn't mean necessarily the war or the conflict. We could accept the differences in a positive way. Americans and Russians are different. Europeans and Americans and Russians are different. The, uh, the people of the other countries. And we shouldn't have to accept some global system, much less who programs what we're supposed to be. It's not just that we should all, quote, work together. They want us to give up our identity and then take something on. And when you study what we're taking on, it's cultural death. Absolutely. And globalists, they try to make a kind of pacifist dream uh, uh, killing the country, killing differences. We need to affirm our identities. We, and that is the way to understand each other, uh, to understand, and that is position of Putin as well. He is not imperialist. He is not fanatic. He has no idea to invade no, no, no country. In fact, I notice how humble he is. He's always saying America is more powerful. Okay, you're great. We just want our right to be here. Uh, and I think that now we, we, we are in the situation well, there is not any more a kind of hostility between our countries. Uh, I, I would say I was anti-Americanist, anti-American during the government of Obama, of Bush, not because I don't like uh, Americans. I was in America once, uh, in Washington. I, I, I like America. I, like, uh, I love America. But I uh, hate the globalist agenda. And sure, if America's been conquered by globalists, which we're starting to try to stop, then you have to rally your people through nationalism to defend yourselves. Yes, so uh, I mean, now we understand, everybody in Russia, now we understand that America was hijacked by a globalist sect, and Trump is restoring American dignity, and we stop immediately to hate America, immediately, because that wasn't America that we hated before. It was globalist elite. And now we see that half and more, the majority of American population, as well as against this globalist sect. 
And that makes globalism the problem of each country, each people. We are as well under attack of globalists, as well as you. And we need to be united, uh, conserving our differences. And I think that real, the real multipolarity could lead to cooperation, to the friendship between different countries and different people. And the, but we need, absolutely, we need to fight our common enemy. And before we had a deal, we have dealt with Mr. Soros that tried to uh, overthrow our government, tried to uh, create a, a color revolution in our country. And, 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 and by the way, for new listeners and viewers, because the media is going to grab this and twist it, he brags on CNN he overthrew Ukraine. He brags he's trying to overthrow Russia. He brags he has hundreds of NGOs non-governmental organizations doing that's so crazy then trump says no we're not going to do that and they go you traitor but it's the very same foundations trying to overthrow america this is a global disease and russia threw off the oligarchs that we're trying to throw off that's the solidarity and that's why the globalists hate russia they hate america and, and japan is hungry to throw off the oligarchs turkey i know you've been in fact we should bring this up later you've been instrumental reaching out to Turkey with a deal with Russia to bring your cultures together and not be played against each other. So I want to talk about the larger geopolitical view, where you think this is going, but absolutely looking at this, we have a clip from just last week uh, of, or, or this weekend, of uh, Nancy Pelosi saying she wants to know what Putin's got on Trump. Well, I want to tell her, Trump doesn't want war with people that haven't done anything, plus people that have nuclear weapons, Plus, he's been advised by top generals that made secret deals that are now public, Cy Hirsch exposed it years after we did, that we made deals to begin taking out radical Islamic jihadists out of Saudi Arabia together and countermanded the globalist plan four and a half years ago. So the beginning of the U.S. revolt didn't start with Trump. It started in our military, in our Christian military, not wanting to openly back al-Qaeda and ISIS. So that's the fissure. And then we started working with Russia. We first reported it four and a half years ago. Uh, people didn't believe it. Now it's mainstream news. And so General Flynn and others are saying Russia wants to work with us. They're not a threat. Let's destroy the EU. It's unelected. It's evil. Let's free Europe. Let's have a bunch of trade. Let's get China under control. And let's actually have real peace. Now, we'll still have our militaries. We'll still have issues. I'm sure we'll still have problems. But we're not going to try to conquer Russia or vice versa. This is ridiculous. The globalists are attacking all our countries, trying to make us all poor. Let's get them off our back. Then if we want to kill each other later, that's our own issue. The point is that globalists are the big enemy. So I want to get your take on what do they have? Let's talk to the guy they call Putin's brain. He's not. He's like, I'm not Trump's brain. We just believe the same things. So we're, we're synced up here. And, and so let's see what uh, the top Democrat in Congress uh, has to say, wanting an FBI investigation of the president. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. So, I. Okay. Yes, yes, we'll play uh, that clip in a moment. Uh, go ahead, sir. No, no, we're going to play it in a moment. Uh, go ahead, Alexander. Uh, so uh, my uh, idea is that you are absolutely right. Uh, now you are facing, you American, uh, you are facing the same threat with Soros and the same NGO. So what uh, was um, uh, uh, American, so-called American attack, attack against us? Now you are dealing with the same, the same threat in your country. And I, am, I agree absolutely with you that uh, uh, Russia, we need to understand that Russia is no more communist. We, we couldn't apply the old Cold War cliche, old uh, Cold War uh, models to understanding our new situation. Russia is traditional Christian country as well as America is. And radical Islam supported by globalists is our common enemy. And I think that now what is important in Russia that we are hearing the voice of the people uh, who die, are dying for our freedom uh, of the military men, of the people who uh, uh, defend our security. And I think that that is very important for globalists. They are met, met generals, met uh, militarists and so on. But for us, they are very uh, very high appreciated persons, uh, and I think that that is very important uh, sure. to hear what the people of army says. And because we are losing our guys uh, fighting against radical Islamists, I want to talk okay. about that in a moment. And we do have the Pelosi clip now. Sorry, I wasn't clear to throw to it. Uh, here is the leading Democrat saying she wants to know what uh, Putin has on Trump. This is just ridiculous. Here it is. But let me just go back to the first part of uh, uh, the senator's statement. I want to know what the Russians have on Donald Trump. I think we have to have that investigation by the FBI into his financial, personal, and political connections to Russia. Okay. And we want to see his tax returns so we can have truce right. in the relationship between Putin, whom he admires. Uh, uh, but I want to go okay. back to the issue of Democrats. So let me say it again, just so Pelosi uh, uh, understands. And again, this is Pelosi, who's acting very, very senile more and more, and, and just said yesterday that she she believes that you know President Bush is 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 being bad. Got some very evil people that have put some very senile, brain damaged, self centered people. I don't mean that mean in power because they don't know what they're doing. We also have one of the other top Democrats, Maxine Waters, saying Putin has invaded Korea and Trump is helping him. So you have to understand, folks. This is this is the same press conference. These are doddering lunatics and i don't mean that mean it's very dangerous and it's got to be dealt with and our military is horrified because quite frankly they've been given orders to launch attacks on russia okay that's where this craziness has gone and it's gotten to the point where the military is saying no we're not committing suicide for the planet but so so there's just a very spoiled evil uh hunchback force that we're trying to kick out of europe and the united states right now not that russia's perfect but at least russia is trying to pull itself free of this face-sucking succubus. Uh, so I want to get your take on that. 
uh, doctor. And then let's get to this next clip of uh, Maxine Waters saying Putin invaded Korea. Go ahead. Sure, we'll go ahead and play Maxine Waters. Here she is. Is responsible for supplying the bombs uh, that killed innocent children and families in, um, in, um, yeah, in Aleppo. And the fact that uh, he is wrapping his arms around Putin uh, while uh, Putin is continuing uh, to advance uh, into Korea, uh, <laughs> I think that he is leading himself into that kind of position where folks will begin to ask, what are we going to do? And the answer is uh, going enough. to be eventually. Yeah, no, overthrow the president. So there's everywhere saying kill Trump. They're all over the newspapers. And let's be clear. Soros bragged on CNN, Fareed Zakaria, that he overthrew with the State Department Ukraine and tried to kill the Russians. Why he has this endless hatred of Russia, maybe you can explain. So anyone who's informed knows that Russia didn't invade Ukraine, but she can't even get it right. She says Korea. I mean, how do we deal with a leadership that is this rotten in the mind? I think that it is, um, uh, that is a very good example of uh, how uh, globalists understand the, the world. For them, Korea or Ukraine or Syria or Aleppo is the same. Uh, it is completely pure illusion. It is virtual for them. And they sent American people to, to die in the Near East uh, as in a uh, computer game. They have no responsibility at all for the people. They don't understand the history. They don't know geography. And they are speaking about Putin inviting Korea. That shows how deep their knowledge is about Russia, about Putin, how deep the understanding of geopolitical world of people, of geography. That is characteristic for globalists. They have that huge lack of culture. They That's right, lack of culture, because they have no culture. They're trying to make us like them. And I've studied Russia some because it's so interesting. Never been there, unfortunately. But Russia had so much land, that was its problem. Russia was never an expansionist, sold us Alaska, was a friend of ours in the, in the Civil War, until the globalists put the communists, the proto-globalists, out of New York and out of London, admittedly, put the communist in to take over your country and, and exploit it with the same social justice warrior brainwashing America's now going under. Yes, exactly. I, I think that we need to, to a little bit to, to make our strategy educational one. Because we, the, if we um, uh, only with very incompetent people, with very stupid audience, the globalist thesis, the globalist speeches uh, could reach their goal. And now Americans have shown that they are not such uh, idiots as globalists think they are. And Americans have chosen what they wanted what they uh, think to be real response of their problems. And now globalists are furious. Alexander Dugan, doctors stay there. We're going to come back. This is powerful information. How do we stop the globalists? They're in trouble. But how do we truly make it the end of globalism, post-globalism, straight ahead with a lot of key points? And we're going to open the phones up as well for your question for the man they call Putin's brain. We'll be right back. I'm Alex Jones. Everybody knows I don't promote violence. That's why I don't want senseless war. 
but radical Islam, Israeli Orthodox Wahhabism, has been funded for decades by the robber barons, by the globalists, and they've openly flooded Europe with five million. Eastern Europe has an instinct to survive because they dealt with the uh, jihad. The crusade was a response to defeat that with both the Orthodox and the Catholic Church battling it. And that's our shared ancestry and history with Russia. And the globalists see any strong sovereign nation as an enemy, especially a Christian nation. I've talked to top Hollywood producers. I mean, bigger than Chris Carter. I was just out in Los Angeles, and they said, no, it's true. It's totally anti-Christian. There is like a satanic hate of Russia and of the Christian church in America. And now they've got this new pope that's, that, that is definitely antichrist. I don't mean the antichrist, but is an anti-Christian spirit. Says Europe, how, I, he goes, I get sick at my stomach when I hear about Europe being Christian. Buddy, you say that from behind 100-foot walls while you open the borders up with people that are constantly killing each other in their own countries. There are lots of Muslims that aren't radicals, but the Wahhabis call them heretics. And they are now coming against everybody, and they are the shock troops of this thing. And they're saying Trump? can't even execute a law that's already on the books to say that if you're coming from Somalia, a failed state, that there's no proper IDs until we have a system set up that proves they are who they say they are? Until they quit using fake IDs, we're going to block them? That's something every president's done. But now the courts, the media, the Republicans, the Democrats, they all come against him. Alexander Dugan, uh, author, researcher, launched much of the nationalist uh, or, or sovereignty movements in Russia. Uh, I mean, just an absolute uh, rock star in his own country, demonized and misrepresented uh, here, obviously, in the United States. And I obviously haven't read all his writings. I don't agree with all of it or disagree. The point is, is they're saying the Kremlin's candidate. And they're going on to say that Larry King is a Russian agent, and Schultz is, and, and Jesse Ventura and they go on and some of these things to say, I am. I mean, that's ridiculous. I mean, during the Cold War, my family was fighting the Russians, okay? It's pure, absolute malarkey because they were under communism. But again, it was a manipulation. Trump knows because he sat at the feet of the top advisor to, this is just a history lesson for folks, uh, to Joseph McCarthy. And McCarthy finally went, it's not the Russians. There's an evil global group manipulating both sides. We've got to stop it. And that's when they shut him down. Trump was given all that info when he was like 25 years old. You can actually dig and find New York Times articles about it, about you know Roy Cohn and all the rest of it. So Trump's got the big picture. So when he was told all this by top generals, they asked him to run a year before the election. They said, sir, you're the man. We know you know all this. And he did it. He did it and he won. This was a military and intelligence coup with the American people. The revolution here was American. How dare the media act like we couldn't do this ourselves and the Russians did it. Of course, the Russians cheered it on as they watched the globalists in, the, in, in Europe, the Vatican, the Saudi Arabians, the communist Chinese, not the Chinese people, but their leadership, all gang up on us and try to stop us getting free like Russia did. But here's the difference. Putin took him a decade to get Russia quasi-free. Trump has been in 17 days, and they're already trying to kill him. So I, I want to speak about the end of globalism or what happens if they kill Trump. Just all the key points that you want to impart to folks about Putin's concerns when you talk to him, where you guys see this going, uh, just all the different angles to this. But it, look, we've come this far with them already wanting to start a war in 2008 and last year. So thank God we've backed the clock, the, the doomsday clock back, I think, a few minutes. Alexander, go ahead.
Yes, um, I, I agree um, once more, absolutely with you, that um, now we need to, uh, to, 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 to think about the future. Uh, first of all, globalists, uh, they remind me of the black periods of my own history, of Soviet history. They, uh, the lie is a Stalinist type of type. It is communist, Stalinist type of lie. It is completely, uh, they try to impose their understanding of the things. They ignore the position of the other. And our fight together for the future world should be based on this uh, defense and affirmation of uh, identity, cultural, religious, spiritual. And we Russians, we want nothing more. We don't want occupy, invade anybody. We need to secure our borders. We need to create our, our country safe, morally safe. And that, that's all, that's all. But we are under constant attack. We are not any more communists. We have our strong communists. We are trying to create Christian, uh, normal Russian society, uh, accepting and uh, respecting the minorities. And we are demonized precisely because it works, because it, we could stand the blows from globalists. And now America is in the, a little bit in the same situation. And when they say, globalists, they say that Putin has helped Trump is lie in the way they uh, try to, uh, uh, to expose that uh, about all this um, uh, all this uh, stupid histories about uh, the hackers and so on and so on but putin really has helped trump um, uh, showing the example how to defend the realist values how to defend exactly the way he sh the way he did it was by leadership and openly putting the ideas out like you've done and I've done and, and and our ideas defeat globalism because it's about being soulless and if we just stand up they can't beat us so Russia is the example of pulling out of globalism first and I salute you for that and now all over the world from Brexit to Italy to everywhere to Iceland everybody's pulling out and they keep saying Russia did it Russia did it it's not true that Russia manipulated it, but Russia did lead by example. Absolutely. And uh, I think now the situation is a little bit changed. We're very interesting. We're living in an important moment of the human history. Now the initiative to change the world is once more in the hands of Americans, in the hands of Trump. Russia has made a kind of uh, introduction to the change of world order in order to create multipolarity. But now everything all depends on the United States of America, on President Trump, because now he is in a position, he is capable to save the world and people of the world from globalism. And he has begun this this real spiritual fight. It's not only political fight, it is not only technical or material fight, it is spiritual fight. It is a kind of, uh, and now America is a kind of leader in this war. After Brexit and after Trump presidential election, that is a turning point of the history. I think now the initiative has passed to you. And now you need to make all the efforts because you are in the best situation that you are the first, first power in the world. And now we 
we are very uh, very proud about that uh, yesterday and obama's time and the clinton possible clinton perspective uh, that was a doom for us that you are first and now it is hope for hope for us that you are first power in the world and i need i think you need to concentrate concentrate on the vision of the future because in america there are so many examples of of the really great of real greatness uh, before this globalist turn in the last decades absolutely and and, and uh, alexander uh, let me just add this for the listeners uh what's the best website we have several here for people to visit to learn more tell us about some of your books so people can actually read what you've said instead of what the media says What are some of the best websites for people to visit of yours? I, I, I think maybe uh, uh, 4pt.com. Um, uh, it says fourth political theory. There are many texts in English or catechon.com where we are publishing our English text. As well in America, I have, uh, they have published uh, some of my books uh, concerning fourth political theory the book on Heidegger and the book of Putin's uh, geopolitics. Uh, and there are many other books that now are translated. I suggest to people to, to, to try to search something in order to understand better uh, my ideas. And when they, uh, when they read my books, maybe they, uh, they will oppose some points or debate some points. But what is important, we need to think differently we need to try to open new perspectives to conservative understanding the conservatism is a kind of life it is not repetition of the same truths from the past no exactly uh, it's always having to like learn learn from the past but, but but codify and celebrate men and women together families honor men being strong people telling the truth production lifting society up not dominating the weak uh, basically nobility Yes, exactly. But uh, the roots of the tree are always growing as well. So tradition is changing as well. And conservative demands a kind of imagination, a kind of view for the future. Exactly, I, because fake liberalism is an attempt to take over the human species. Conservatism is actually the compendium of everything, because what is to conserve, it is just that we are conserving what is good, but we are actually the future. The left claims they are progressive, but only progressive like a cancer. Absolutely, absolutely. You are quite right. The cancer is, 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 is the right name for globalization. They try to repeat the same modern, the same uh, gender politics, the same uh, hyper-individualistic attitudes toward human nature. And they destroy the differences. They destroy the, the, the richness of the human life, of the human culture. A absolutely. I mean, they're at war with language, people being individuals. And let me just throw the number off and take a few calls. I forgot to do that. I apologize. 800 259 9231-800-259-9231. Quick questions for our guests. Uh, and again, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to point something out. I'm not in an intelligence agency. I organically built InfoWars and, you know, did this just off of Americana and, and the list are supporting us. But obviously over the years as we've grown, I mean, we know generals and colonels and CIA people and a lot of famous folks, a lot of undercover people. But let me just tell you, almost the entire CIA NSA, the branches of the military, know what happened to Russia, 
They now know about all the secret documents of how the globalists, the proto-globalists sent over to take over Russia, who was not expansionist, to use Russia as this engine to take over, how that stalled and failed, how Russia's reconstituting. They've got a few people in intelligence agencies that still want to have war with Russia. They believe that's the global domination model and that, you know, they need to prove that Trump's not a Russian, you know, agent by going after Russia. Believe me, uh, if Russia does anything or pulls anything with Trump, it's not going to it's going to be it's going to be quick action. But Trump knows that Russia is not doesn't want to do that. Trump understands with all the top generals advising him, not because they're Russian agents. These generals like like Mattis and others are historians and they read my work, their own research. Uh, they read uh, uh, the uh, doctor's work. They know. OK, they now know the big plan. They're trying to free humanity. This is actually a good group. There's not just evil in the world. So we're in a very, very epic, historic time. Uh, you talk about uh, uh, swamp, the concept of the swamp, uh, Putin as uh, Trump and, and, and the bipolar system. Uh, let's talk more about that and then take some phone calls. Uh, swamp, uh, um, it appears to be a kind of word used only for the uh, electoral campaign in the United States. But the sense, the meaning of this new political concept is much deeper. And it is quite right word, word, uh, swamp. Because the swamp is the same as globalist system. It is anti-national that tries to destroy, to penetrate any country. Exactly. It's a blob. You don't know who runs it. It's secret. It's dark. Everything Trump does now, you notice, is out in the light. He shows it all. He's, Absolutely. He's, yeah. And it could operate only in secret. They try to impose their agenda, uh, notwithstanding their uh, acceptance or rejection of the people of the societies. The swamp is absolutely anti-democratic. It is anti-people. Anti and now they have, the swamp has find the world to, uh, to attack, accuse us. They call uh, us uh, populists. So now they understand that they could not use anymore the term as fascist or communist because that is too ridiculous after all this uh, repetition during the Trump's campaign. And now they ha have found the, the world, word populism and they accuse us to be populist. Well, we are. Is against populism. But the populist is the, is the man, the person who defends He's exactly. They're calling us populist like it's dirty. Isn't that good? Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, absolutely. I, I could... Populist I, means I, the people. Why, you're for the people. I mean, that's how deluded and disconnected they are. And uh, what I can't believe is we were ever conquered by scum like this because I guess we don't think evil. We don't think like they do. I, I don't think about screwing people over because I'm strong. I, I have too much honor. But it is really true. We have really been conquered by a bunch of a bunch of jokes, which which really is our fault now. If we know this, if we let them keep dominating. Now, they, they, their nature is clear. Uh, when they begin to call us populists, to ac accuse us uh, to be populists, they show their 
real nature. They hate people. They are completely anti-democratic. They, they are against Americans, Russians, against as well against Israel, uh, Israel or, or Jews, because they try to destroy any sovereign country. Yeah, let, exactly. Let's go further. It comes out in the WikiLeaks that George Soros on the left wants to overthrow Israel. Whether you love Israel or hate it, Israel's done some bad things, some good things. They want to overthrow it too. They're Jacobins. They're Illuminists. They, and, and I want to tell you something because they claim you say this, and I'll skip the breaks. We have more time and then take some calls. It's so important. I grew up, and I'm related to the, you know, the Puritans, folks like that, and, and they were Francis Bacon trying to set up a new Atlantis. But they thought it'd be a new Atlantis of freedom, a new renaissance, a good thing. I understand your earlier writing saying it's the land-based old human Russia versus this new liberalism of the Atlanteans. But all I'm saying is, for me in research, it's actually the people that want to set up new freedoms that are the classic liberals versus the new cancerous Jacobin false 1776. French Revolution is the counterfeit of the new Atlantis versus George Washington and the real Atlantis. He countered the Jacobins and his writings sound like your writings. So, so maybe the media took you out of context or, or maybe you're right and I'm wrong, but just knowing you know that i was basically brought up it wasn't like a cult or anything but like we're building the new great world to empower the whole planet that's america's secret destiny you know because i had a lot of family that helped found texas and other places it wasn't like it was just known this is what we do and we don't want war we want to fight evil we want to you know free the oppressed so so talk about your theory of the atlantean civilization versus the russian land-based civilization because hell russia as you know was pretty much founded by water-based Vikings to a great extent. So I guess, I mean, wouldn't you argue at the end that Russia itself is an Atlantean creation? So, uh, first of all... And and oh, just one favor. Your, your thing's a little... And I'm loud, too, because I'm excited like you. J just because there's a little bit of reverb that got worse, just, just don't talk too loud so we can hear you, sir. Go ahead. Okay. Um, I, uh, that is not Russian uh, invention uh, idea of uh, Atlanticism and... Uh, Eurasianism. Uh, it is um, a Britain concept of uh, uh, Mr. Um, Francis Bacon. Uh, uh, Mackinder, Mackinder, Spigman, an American tradition of uh, geopolitics, and they uh, made uh, they made um, identification between Western society as Atlant Atlantis, liberal society, and Eastern society as a society that uh, is based on the collective values. So that is, was more or less so. But um, uh, at the same time, it is geopolitics. And uh, when uh, the West acts with such concept, we are uh, obliged to counterpose, to oppose to that Atlanticist uh, concept and this imperialism or colonialism of the West, the, our Eurasian response. But now we are going to the new, new stage of geopolitics. Now, uh, real ter terms of opposition and geopolitics are the geopolitics of this world against uh, geopolitics of the people. And we need to revise a little bit this geopolitical vision because it is completely uh, authentic. It is uh, uh, that fits absolutely when we have when we are dealing with globalist agenda uh, as a kind. Sure, of absolutely. No, but I get your point that the, the kind of the New Atlantis idea could merge with the British Empire and then end up taking over the world and then say merge it all together. So it kind of is the proto globalism, is what you're saying. 
Yes, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Britain's vision of the world was was the, the root, uh, a truth of globalization. And United States of America, United States of America, uh, they opposed to this Britain domination. They opposed, you have opposed... No, they were, and, and of course the Russian czars, I'm not saying they were perfect, but they were opposed to it too, and that's yeah, why they were basically taken out. Absolutely, and that is why we were friends with America, because we opposed this globalist agenda, and we affirmed the liberty, the freedom for each society to construct, their, to, to create, to, to build their own civilization. And uh, Let me ask you a question. Would it have been better, I'm not saying, because obviously World War II, the Nazis were bad, but if you look at World War I, the British did basically start that. R Russia helped defeat the Germans and then got betrayed. Would it have been better for history if Russia wouldn't have come in on the side of, uh, of England? I think that, uh, uh, that is difficult to, to revise uh, historical aspect. But what is important that after the Second World War, they began, there began a Cold War based on this geopolitical attitude. And uh, United States of America, that was a kind of uh, uh, special power, a very, very special power that served very much for the balance of the world. They began to turn into the new instrument of globalists, the new instrument. Oh, absolutely. I mean, there's no doubt the globalists brag. Why do you, I mean, we'll go to some phone calls, sir, and, and then I got to go at five after. If you do a few extra minutes in the next hour, that'd be great to finish calls. So I want to go to them. But, but clearly the globalists, I try to study what they come out of, but it's just an amalgamation of people that stand for nothing but raw power, and then they see any culture or any honor as a threat to them because they're dishonor, they cannot coexist with any form of goodness. They truly are evil. I don't just demonize my enemy out of hand. It took me decades to come to grips with the fact that we truly face organized evil and its operating system and its destination is evil. And so that's why it's so scared. And I believe it is being rounded in your gut. Do you think we're going to defeat this system? And what, what tribulations are we going to go through? Then we're going to go some phone calls. Absolutely, you are completely right. And what is important with Trump, the Trump now is changing this course, this direction of 100 years, of last 100 years of American Atlanticist, uh, British imperialist tradition. There were very good uh, periods in the uh, last century for America. But um, America has, uh, has said, uh, Buchanan, Buchanan, uh, America has won the world, but has lost itself. And that is very tragic. So America uh, stopped to be real America and became instrument for uh, globalist uh, uh, international uh, That's right. And so we're seeing the rebirth of America just as we're seeing a rebirth of Russia and a rebirth of nation states everywhere. And that's what horrifies them is the sleeper is awakening. Absolutely, absolutely. You are completely right. And I think now that the, the most important mission, most important mission in the global sense now is in the hands of Donald Trump because he has changed already the, the, the direction of... No, I agree. So what do you think of him working so far? I mean, he is executing every promise he said he would. And when they ask him to attack Putin, when Putin's done nothing to him, he refuses to do it. He refuses to be bullied into it. And so they're trying to organize Trump's death right now. Can you speak to that? Yes, uh, I, 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 but uh, I think that 
Trump. It's completely wrong to consider Trump to be a kind of pro-Russian or pro-Putin. It is not, not so. He is pro-American. He is a patriot. He is uh, working only for the interest for uh, his own country, for your country. And that is why he is very close to Putin, because Putin uh, makes exactly the same. In the, um, and that's what Trump said. He said, I like Putin because he stands up for his country. I'm going to do the same thing. He says Putin's a model. And they get so mad at that. Putin's beat the globalist. Trump wants to beat him. Why shouldn't he be a model? Absolutely. And at the same time, I think that for Trump and for Putin, our national interests uh, are first, uh, more important than anything else. And that is why realists with realists could agree. For example, there are so many things that divided uh, Russia and Turkey, and we were on the edge of the new war, and globalists tried to uh, involve us in this uh, uh, war. And when I have discovered that in, with my Turkish friends and Russian friends, we tried to stop this agenda. And you did, you did. You're, in fact, you're credited with that, amazing. I want to do five more minutes to take just a few calls here, but just in closing, Looking at this, um, the average American, I mean, the polls are even better than you see, does not want war with Russia. They see through it. They're sick of it. Um, I'm just really concerned about curveballs, sneak attacks. Just in the last 30 seconds before we go to break, what, what, what tricks do you think the globalists have, though, to try to stop this? So um, I, I think that um, globalists now, they have changed their, their poll. Before they were uh, in the United States, now they are more in Europe. And I think that now uh, French elections with Marine Le Pen and beyond, uh, and the other... Uh, That's right, they're trying to stop nationalist victories everywhere, populist victories. They're trying to stop the people everywhere. We'll be back in 70 seconds, final segment with Alexander Dugan. Stay with us. Coming to you from the former United States of America, deep in the heart of Texas, it's Alex Jones. I hear people talking bad about the way we have to live here in this country. I'm going to have to get rid of that liner soon. We're taking America back from globalist. And I don't mind them switching sides. And I don't mind them switching sides and standing up for things they believe. But man, when you run down my country. When they're running down my country, man, they're walking on the fighting side. Walking on the fighting side. They say countries themselves are bad. The president wanting to have a border is bad. This has been an amazing interview, a little bit echoey with our guest, but I want to get him back up sometime. Maybe I'm going to mail him an external uh, mic. Uh, but to Alexander Dugan is our guest. Dr. Alexander Dugan is our guest. They say he's the brain of Putin. Obviously, that's not true, but he is an advisor to him. What an amazing time he's given us. We're very, very thankful. I didn't get to a lot of these calls. I apologize. Let's go to a few right now. Let's talk to Hans in Pennsylvania. Hans, you're on the air with our guest. Go ahead. Yes, uh, good afternoon. Um, um, the major obstacle to the, global, to the globalists in taking over America has been uh, the American citizens' right to keep and bear arms. And uh, a good example of the opposite of that is uh, the globalists disarming the countries of Europe. And uh, now that the Muslims have invaded Europe, the men don't even have any means of defending their women or their children. And the, glo the, uh, the Muslims are running wild. And uh, I was wondering if Mr. Putin would consider uh, arming his citizens as well as a, as a uh, 
a defense. Yeah, that's right. Putin's uh, now doing pro-family stuff, pro-Christian stuff. And I've heard some of the gun laws have been have been uh, uh, loosened up. Uh, what about that, Alexander? I mean, uh, I agree that uh, in American tradition, to have arms represents a kind of real dignity of, of, of the man. So I am uh, I'm supporting uh, this um, uh, tradition. To, uh, to a very good tradition, a very democratic tradition. But sure, free people are armed. So, so what about Russia? Yes, you could defend not only your dignity, your family, your tradition, your religion, but as well, uh, you could defend democracy. And that is very important. Uh, that is why globalists are against this. They try to uh, uh, unarm uh, American people. But we have different understanding of uh, of identity. It is not in our tradition to have arms. Much more in our tradition to have is uh, to have uh, a powerful state with a uh, spiritual leader uh, defending traditional values. It is our our arm is a little bit different, and I think that in Russia uh, uh, the real success of Putin is uh, uh, precisely reside in the fact that he loves his own people. He uh, loves Russia. And no, he, he gives them a culture, he makes them feel good again. Great point. Thank you so yeah. much, Hans. Jesse, real yeah. quick from Texas. Go ahead, Jesse. You're on the air. Okay. Hi, I just wanted to know if um, now that uh, we have a new administration that's anti-globalist and you think it's going to be possible for Mr. Trump and Mr. Putin to work together and actually form a U.S.-Russian yeah. relationship um, unlike any we've ever seen before. And actually That's a great question. When is this rumored Rocky Ovec meeting going to happen? Alexander, have you heard anything about when the two leaders are going to meet? I think that, that now the, uh, relations are already much better, already, and we feel that anti-Americanism has vanished in our country, and that is very important. Because Putin hears uh, what the people uh, uh, think, and he understands that. And in our relations now, from Russian part, there is the, the end of anti-Americanism that was very, very high. And I think our leaders could make uh, the world, the humanity, great again. Sure, let's be clear. Russia could use this, hey, outsiders are against us as a way to control people. But Russia's been very nice about seeing Trump's position and, and trying to make good relations. Uh, Alexander, thank you so much for the time. I hope you'll come back uh, again soon. I'll come back on your show anytime you'd like. Thank you so much, and uh, have a great uh, week. Best wishes to all American friends. All right, absolutely. America first, Russia first, nations for nations, nations for their people. A revolutionary idea instead of globalist enslavement. We'll be back with our next guest. Stay with us. I'm Alex Jones. So joining us till about 45 after is Alexander Dugan. He's a best-selling author, researcher, started one of the um, most influential political parties in Russia, and he wrote the best-selling book, The Fourth Political Theory, geopolitical.ru or 4pt.su. And he joins us. I really appreciate him uh, joining us today to talk about all this and, and, and to understand why does Hollywood hate Russia so much and hate America? So I've talked to top Hollywood producers. They say it's a hatred of Christians. And why naturally do we see, as I had Steve Pachinik on a few days ago, an alliance between the United States and Russia would be common sense 
in the world today. The resources, the Christian culture, the rise, about to be 3 billion Muslims in just a decade. We're at 1.5 right now. Uh, the globalists have allied with the most radical forms. You can see the math of where this is going. So we should naturally be allied, but that's not what they want. They want to make Russia the number one enemy. They want to paralyze the president, where if he doesn't accept all these Soros operations to destabilize and overthrow countries around Russia and in Russia, that he's a Russian agent. He can't even go to dinner at the G20 and sit 30 feet from Putin and wave at him. They go, oh my gosh, you waved at him. Another secret meeting at a G20 meeting. This is crazy. Now, the public isn't buying it in polls, but the deep state doesn't care. They're using it as the excuse to prepare a COG overthrow. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a dangerous, dangerous time. And Trump warns this new low is dangerous for the whole planet as we need Russia to deal with North Korea and so much more. So, Alexander, thank you so much for joining us. Alexander Dugan, geopolitical.ru. You've got the floor, my friend. Let's go through who the globalists are, what their aims are, why they hate the United States and Russia so much, and, and is there any way to stop them uh, before they trigger World War III? Um, hi, Alex. Uh, I'm uh, really happy to, to be broadcasted in the United States uh, because I think that your station and your channel and your heroic struggle is the unique, unique possibility, unique momentum uh, to 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 say the truth that nobody wants to to hear, and first of all, I think that globalists need uh, enemy, but not the right enemy, because the the right enemy of globalists uh, are they uh, themselves, because they uh, are going to destroy humanity to exchange the humankind by artificial intelligence, by kind of cyborgs. And uh, they try to, to destroy all kind of links uh, of the humanity with its essence. And that is um, an essence that is the very, very negative, absolutely negative uh, satanic plan. And they need, in order to keep attention uh, elsewhere, they need some enemy, and they have designated uh, Russia as enemy number one. It uh, helps to them uh, to deplace attention from the real crimes they commit. And in the case of Trump, that is trying to reaffirm, uh, reassert America, to regain its uh, almost lost uh, popularity and the greatness, uh, restore the greatness, they try to intimidate him by completely false accusation and hoaxes of Russian intervention in its um, elections. So the uh, globalists, they try to control everybody. They try, they want to divide the people and the countries, not because some of countries or regimes are wrong or commit some horrible acts, 
But because in the agenda of globalists, they should be exposed as such because they serve for their creation of global uh, world government. And Russia plays here the role of, um, of, of the neck of image of the enemy, of global enemy. Um, our president is very democratic and, and, and very reasonable, very very realistic, pragmatic leader, but he refuses uh, globalization. He refuses world government. He try to uh, he tries to to defend, uh, to affirm, to um, conserve uh, and reaffirm and strengthen Russian sovereignty. That's all, and that is why they hate us and they try to use Russia against um, Trump in order to to limit his uh, liberty, to limit his uh, freedom. That was. Uh, that the uh, strategy used before of the election. And now uh, President Trump, uh, he is obliged to, to, to say, I have nothing to do with Russian. I uh, uh, didn't uh, mean that thing, uh, meeting Putin and so on uh, uh, and so on. That is idea to, to, to um, deprive American president of its uh, freedom and liberty to create independent and sovereign politics of his own country. Finally. Absolutely. Uh, Alexander Dugan is our guest. He's one of the uh, top cultural uh, leaders with the resurgence of Russia, uh, really to its roots uh, from researching. I mean, I would even say pre, you know, czarist, a basically Christian, uh, you know, European, uh, uh, Western slash Eastern roots coming together. And the globalists are absolutely insanely hateful of Russia. And I've done an analysis of Putin. He's been reforming. He's been cutting back the corruption. He's been arresting the oligarchs. He's been empowering programs for the family. He's been promoting Christianity. He's been promoting sovereignty. And he's been exposing through national shows, uh, not against technology, but how technology is being used to enslave people by the technocrats and has been opposing the wicked plan of Davos that is anti-American, anti-Russian, anti-human. And quite frankly, now we see more of this from Trump, but this isn't like something he got from Putin or he got from me. This is the truth of what we face. So let's talk about Vladimir Putin himself and why the globalists hate him. They're also obsessed with him. It's leaked that, uh, I mean, uh, Hillary's obsessed with him basically in love with him uh, in, in the WikiLeaks. She was just beside herself. Uh, Megyn Kelly, behind the scenes, began it was shuddering with sexual pleasure, basically. Uh, whenever I'm serious, when she talked about Putin. I mean, why are they so obsessed with Putin? So uh, I think that Putin, uh, he plays the role of, um, of supporter. We in Russian Christian Orthodoxy have idea of a, a Greek uh, concept of supporter. Uh, in Greek, katechon, uh, some figure, symbolical figure. You're talking about that an icon that's a defender. Yes, defender, defender, exactly. Uh, in Greek, that that means exactly supporter, but defender. That is right, the uh, right word. And this defender is the last obstacle of uh, coming of Antichrist. That not that do that doesn't let Antichrist 
regime to be installed on the planetary level. And Putin uh, is obstacle for globalization, for fulfillment of the wicked plans of globalists. And, he... and by the way, I agree with you. And they say their technocracy, their one world government, that Putin's in the way. Now Trump pops up. And the only truth to American-Russian collusion is I sense the same spirit of humanity not wanting to be enslaved. And, and it's really the spirit of Christ all over the world is rising up against this antichrist spirit. Exactly, exactly. That is a metaphysical battle, not only political um, um, manipulation. And Trump represents uh, um, more or less the same line. He he has no contacts with Putin. He, ha he has no collusions with Russia. For, for more than that, I... But metaphysically, metaphysically, yes. they see the yes. force trying to destroy and enslave and turn us over to radical Islam. And so metaphysically... The enemy sees them as the same because because it is the same spirit. Yes, uh, and that is the truth in all that because they are more or less on the same uh, on the same uh, side of, of the battle. But this battle is not political. That has nothing to do with short or uh, superficial interest, national interest, and so on. The battle is much deeper than that. And Putin plays here the role of defender, defender of uh, uh, Christian civilization, of traditional society, uh, the, the defender of human nature, because it, uh, uh, the globalists try now to, to replay this nature bar. They're, they wage they're war against common sense. Yes, yes, exactly. And what is important, I have got information that Russian oligarchs, they have uh, a kind of um, supported financially Hillary. So uh, that, that was completely opposite to the, the thing the um, uh, globalists pretend. Uh, Russia, um, in material world, economically, financially... You are still infested by the same globalists we are. Yes, yes, exactly. We have as well Russian swamp. And this swamp has uh, helped to Hillary to win. And that was the failure. But our, on the spiritual level, on the metaphysical level, we, uh, all of us, Russian people and our president, myself, we uh, were on the side of Trump. But that was purely uh, in the, uh, the world of ideas. Technically, Russian oligarchs much more supported and subventioned Hillary. And that is the paradox. They accused Trump to be manipulated by Russia in the situation when themselves they were supported financially by Russian oligarchs that, that represents, represent the same globalist network as in the United States. So now I think they try to put the conflict between our great nations in order order to, to uh, create a kind of struggle, a kind of fight against the false goal, against uh, in the false scenario. Now we should be united in order to, to fight against globalist elite that tries to, uh, tries to manipulate Russians as well as Americans. We are on completely, our peoples are on, in the, on, the, same, uh, in the, same, on the same side of the uh, front line. And the globalists understanding that that will signify the end for their plans. They try to divide us. To sure. us and, and against I know you other. started a very popular nationalist movement decades ago, 
and uh, but, but the media sometimes can twist things. But I remember seeing reports five, ten years ago that you were kind of a spiritual advisor to Trump. Uh, I mean, not to Trump, to Putin. Uh, that 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 you know, he'd read your books and thought that they were interesting. I just want to try to get an idea for somebody that actually knows Putin, but also lives in Russia about the real mindset of Putin. Because people say, oh. He's this former KGB guy or whatever. But we know he was there during the reforms, kicking a lot of the globalist oligarchs out, getting your sovereignty back. The proof's in the pudding. Separately, I read that he was baptized as a child. His family was part of the large Russian movement that was crypto-Christian, that you know kept the faith and continued on. And you judge a tree by its fruits. Today, he's been a huge supporter of bringing uh, orthodoxy back to Russia and bringing the, the birth rate back up and, and, and you know, proving he wants life, fighting against all the abortions, fighting against the destruction of the family. That's what Putin's doing, not killing babies like the globalists are pushing. So, so uh, I mean, how, how true is it that, that, that you're a high-level advisor to Putin? I know you don't want to brag about it, and specifically a spiritual advisor. And can you give us a view into the mindset of Vladimir Putin and his worldview? Uh, first of all, uh, Vladimir Putin uh, has uh, his own worldview that is not so much ideological. It is the kind he represents more or less what uh, Russian people think. He represents Russian soul. He is not so much ideologically uh following some special kind of theory but uh, he is inclined naturally for conservative uh vision he's uh, christian he um, is very uh, proud of russian history he feels himself first of all russian that is very important because um, that means that he doesn't feel himself globalist he doesn't feel himself um, a kind of uh, cosmopolitan cosmopolitan he represents our culture our people and he doesn't stop these feelings this emotion and our uh, in our country he is not ideologically nationalist he is rather realist and pragmatic in his uh, in his politics he is very pragmatical very rational i would say rational man but he is russian and that defines his inner and deep and that is exactly Identity. the same way Trump is. So it's a return to common sense, a return to cultural nationalist with a, a Christian base. Yes, uh, so that, that is the, the real similarity between him uh, and Trump. Putin is could be considered uh, to be a Russian Trump, as well as uh, Trump could be considered uh, uh, American Putin. Not because they are accused of authoritarian rule or something like that. They are individually very different, but they reflect what our people want. They're not out to get their country. They have a sense of roots to the nation, to the culture. They're not soulless globalists who notice have never have children, are totally about destroying anything independent, anything family, because they're satanic. Trump and Putin, you're saying, are not satanic. 
Absolutely. Because now to be normal, to be natural, that represents a kind of challenge, that represents a kind of heroic act. Because globalists, they control mass media, global media, global economical corporation. They try to, uh, to impose on the humanity, not only on Russian people or American people, on the humanity. Uh, they try to impose their own agenda, their our values that has nothing have nothing to do with normal Christian traditional human values. That is completely postmodern um, uh, black strategy to to, to destroy uh, uh, humanity in their places, but some some other species. So uh, they use in that all kind of radical uh, movements. So for example, they use not only um, far left groups as Soros does, but as well radical jihadist groups. They try they create the false goals they they try to oppose the people and nations but their goal is against normality and people and trump they are normal they represent not ideological special ideological circles or special world vision they represent the peoples and that's very important they 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 could be called Populist, but populist in the positive way, because populist is the person that reflects what the people wants, when the majority of the people uh, Exactly, they're not wants. elitists trying to change the programming of humanity, God's system, and play God. They are living in it and are part of it, and so that's why this artificial, synthetic, world government, transhumanist movement has openly declared war on men and women they're, they're teaching in America in schools, don't have men and women, it's hurtful to others. They are in open warfare saying humanity's ugly, that they're going to replace us. When we come back, I want to get into your book. I want to get into the subjects you want to cover with the American people and also get your take on what is it like to watch what they're doing to Trump? Uh, because, you know, Putin rightfully said there is a war against Trump by the deep state. It is going into high gear. They are publicly on TV saying they're getting ready to kill him which is meaning they're normalizing it so there's not riots. Uh, if, if they do kill Trump, I mean, it, the sky's the limit. Clearly, they're planning a war with Russia. Uh, it is just beyond psychotic. Meanwhile, you've got them blaming Russia for North Korea when it's the Clintons that gave the missiles and the reactors to North Korea. Uh, we're going to talk about it all with Alexander Dugan of geopolitical.ru, one of uh, Putin's advisors. Straight ahead, I'm Alex Jones, and we are defending life. Stay with us. Now, going back to our guest, and I want to invite him back up on a monthly basis if you'd like to join us, Alexander Dugan, uh, advisor to uh, President Putin over in Russia, best-selling author, leader of a uh, nationalist party uh, that's been growing the last few decades, somebody hated by MSM. I don't want to say he's like the Alex Jones over in, in Russia, but the media is always attacking Putin kind of through him, saying, look what Alexander said, and then, of course, misrepresenting him. Look, you know, this is the crazy advisor of Putin. Kind of the same thing they do to Trump, just knowing that Dugan represents a big base of smart, informed Russians that know what's happening and have a nationalist global view in understanding the real threat. So it's not that we're plagiarizing each other, that we're saying similar things. He wrote a lot of this 30 years ago. I was familiar with his work until about 10 years ago. It's that we're seeing the same thing. 
we're seeing the same thing. So, Alexander, you've got the floor for the next 10 minutes. Let's let's roll through your book, The Fourth Political Turning, that's been translated into English and many other languages, and uh, any other predictions or advice for President uh, Trump and his supporters. So um, I think that fourth political theory, um, it is something that is beyond uh, liberalism, communism, and fascism. So my idea, uh, when I have started to develop this, um, this political theory, uh, is precisely that uh, liberalism, communism, and fascism are not enough. We need to, 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 uh, to search the different approach in order to resolve the crises, in, or, in order to oppose globalism, because globalization is a kind of very special, uh, special ideology that tries to, to cut all links of human individual with collective identity, with uh, church, with nation, with people, with ethnic, with tradition, and to with uh, gender as well. The gender politics is the um, uh, now actual weapon of the same globalist, uh, ultra-liberalist um, uh, uh, theory. But when we start to create, to oppose to liberalism, we uh, are falling into the trap. We are. Uh, either uh, are going or uh, to communism, that is false completely because it's the branch of the same roots, or uh, we uh, are embracing the kind of nationalism or fascism. That is as well the wrong way. So, and uh, globalists, they use this attitude because they accuse everybody who is against them to be or well, uh, well, uh, either communist or nationalist or fascist or communist. So in order to, to answer to this attack, ideological attack of uh, liberals and uh, globalists, um, I was uh, my friend, French philosopher Alain Debinois, uh, the leader of New Right, so-called New Right movement in Europe, we have uh, elaborated uh, fourth political theory that is against liberalism, against globalization, first of all, and that is, it is essence, the most important core of this fourth political theory. But at the same time, we, uh, we uh, refuse being qualified as communist or fascist or to be communist. Reading or your communist book, isn't it traditionalist? common sense, pro-human, being what we are and transcending all the fake political labels they use to confuse people? More or less. But what is important now that the battle is, is between the natural human being uh, and uh, artificial creations of the modern Europe. That is exactly the devil plan to destroy the uh, human essence of the humanity and replace the humanity by cyborgs, by artificial uh, uh, intellect, uh, intelligence and so on. Uh, but in in order to bring the, the robots uh, in our life, they turn the humans into the robots. And that is why they try to cut 
any kind of links and uh, ties with the normal uh, human traditions, with the religious uh, world vision, with um, uh, normal uh, gender, uh, sexes, uh, and uh, um, all kind what makes us human, because we are human because we belong to some, uh, some community, traditional community, organic, historical community. Uh, so, and uh, when uh, liber the liberals, they try to cut all these ties, and after that, because the humans will be already robots, or completely identical with robots, they could be easily replaced by natural uh, Exactly, robots. they're preparing us in their own words to interface with a system that's designed to destroy us, but they're gonna tell us that we're about to transcend, but first they have to make the world so ugly and incentivize us joining with their system. That's why they wanna put us into an artificial system first, so that we don't recognize by increments that we're being killed. Exactly, and they accuse us to be uh, conservative, archaic, because we defend natural values. Because for, for them, nature is something that should be overcome, that should be, uh, should be controlled, should be destroyed finally. And uh, fourth political theory, it is a kind of um, superstructure over this uh, natural protest. Uh, over this populist revolt, because this revolt, it is um, uh, on the base of the feelings of the, uh, that something is going wrong. And first political theory tries to, um, to clear the way, the vision for the future, because um, uh, that, that is very, that is a danger. When we begin to, to struggle against liberalism, we very easily, we are going to the old and inefficient, ineffective uh, alternative as communism or fashion. So we need to, uh, to create, to imagine new kind of anti-liberalism that shouldn't be communist or fascist. That is the essence of fourth political theory. And that is precisely, as you have said, the only way to save the, uh, the human essence from uh, this globalist uh, uh, globalist strategy that but um, uh, we have on our side the absolute majority of humanity but in the political globalist elite uh, sure. we are a minority so the people like Vladimir Putin or Donald Trump are minorities that's in the, in, in the political circles that represent absolute majority of the uh, of the uh, humanity. That is the exactly. we have we have a minority why. in government and power structures. A majority in the people worldwide know prima facie common sense. So let me ask you this then. I mean, basically, it's a pro-human movement, but the globalists call themselves the humanists, but really they're trying to end humanity in their own admissions. So I mean, it's almost like we need a real pro-human movement, and it's going to become clearer as they try to displace us uh, with robots, with machines, uh, that uh, this is just a group of crazy people. 
So uh, that, that is uh, uh, that is very important things because um, we need to revise what human is. Now the human uh, is uh, in the center of, of, of discussion because the continuation of the same uh, global strategy uh, will signify uh, in the next time, in the in the uh, very very near time to all the humanity, the end of the human and uh, the, the idea of globalists. Uh, uh, they they try to replace the humanity by post-human by, by transhumanity without noticing uh, that the idea is that there are no witnesses there there is a process uh, is so-called natural process the progress the um, uh, development and so on that uh, is something um, that is going by itself that is not artificial that is normal that is natural but that is is not normal uh, at, and that is not natural. That is the kind of uh, deliberate strategy uh, and, uh, they, and uh, they try to eliminate the witnesses. I think that, that Putin and Trump are two witnesses of what is going on. They and they represent the the peoples and they are encircled by globalists. The, the situation you have described in your show when Trump is encircled by deep state groups or globalists uh, per, uh, globalist personalities is exactly the same as in Russia. So if we represent Russia as uh, full-scale Putin's rule, it is not correct. Putin is isolated in the personality encircled uh, by the by the people they are more or less the same as in in, in american political elites and that is the problem uh, that is because the problem they're weak that because top globalists will threaten they'll get your family they'll anything and most people are cowards and go along with it and in closing that's the, that's the, yeah, that it is there have been groups that have always tried to dominate and totally enslave humanity, and now they've got the machines, they believe they can do it, because they want to play God. They don't like the fact, these psychopaths, that other humans aren't totally controllable, and seek for freedom like a plant seeks the sun. And so that's why they want to end humanity, because they believe we're incompatible with their vision. This is the main issue, and I look at the traitors that join the system, the John Olivers and people, who clearly aren't totally evil like Hillary Clinton, and I look at them selling themselves out. Can't they intellectually see what they've done? Don't they have a struggle within themselves to defeat this evil when it's admittedly so evil and it's admittedly so anti-human? Don't their ancestors, their very genetics, cry out to resist it? What are these people missing that know this is an evil master plan and join it believing they're winners when it's obviously so anti-human and is a lie and that they're conning themselves? The only way to win is to fight this. They're delusional. Why don't they understand that? Then uh, their idea, the idea of oh, globalists, uh, what is human, is completely wrong. But now they, uh, little by little, they already stop to appeal to dehumanism and they appeal to posthumanism or transhumanism. It is uh, more in the mood of uh, uh, and, uh, of the progress. 
So the humanism belongs uh, to us, and they 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 uh, use uh, this world rarely now because uh, humanism that uh, is too limited in their opinion uh, by human nature, and they try to transcend to transgress human nature. That On is our shoulders. Uh, idea. Absolutely. Yes, yes. It's always the same. The spirit that possesses them says, kill humanity and I'll give you the keys to everything. When we've already been given the keys by God, but we have to go through the steps. And it, it's, 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 it's pure evil we're facing. Uh, but uh, the good news is I believe humanity is beginning to awaken from a great slumber. I think a new turning uh, is happening. Uh, just in, 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 in brief, Alexander, do you agree with that? Dr. Alexander Dugan. And then I want to invite you back for a full hour. You can send us exhibits if you'd like to do a whole walkthrough of your book the fourth political theory, and share more with us. Uh, but just where would you say we are in this fight, briefly? So I, I, uh, I think that uh, now the idea, the image of the defender that represents the, the final obstacle to anti-Christ uh, to come, it is very, very good sign of our struggle. And in that situation, there is no difference between the West and the East, between uh, Europe and Asia, between uh, United States and uh, Russia. We are all uh, in the same in the same struggle. It is first of all spiritual struggle. That is the struggle for the meaning of what is human, because they have usurped. Uh, they made it. Uh, they've made usurpation of the meaning, the, uh, the semantic core of what is human. Uh, and, right, they're uh, assaulting the very core of that, which shows how alien this is. And the great litmus test is someone for life, is someone a lover of humanity, or is someone a hater of it? And we have to understand that that is the litmus test for, for, for any of these people. Are they traditionalist? Because you'll always notice Antichrist spirit is always anti-traditionalist. It's always trying to twist what humanity is. Alexander Dugan, thank you so much, doctor, for joining us. I look forward to speaking to you again soon. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Mike Cernovich to give us a preview of what's coming up in the fourth hour joins us on the other side of this quick break. I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, what Dugan and others are pointing out is the heart of this. We're in a struggle for our very humanity, not just our individual humanity, but our collective humanity. Don't you feel your soul crying out against this evil?